where we feel everything connects whether we know how or not dancing and diving in the wonder and mystery of being human this is a freestyle in the moment podcast no scripts or editing is made welcome and please enjoy this ride hello hello (laughs) hi debbie hi sarah for waiting wait mode (laughs) yeah or enjoying until the next (laughs) (laughs) well i'm just gonna prepare my coffee right here and i got my water and it's raining oh wow it's inside so i'm not getting watered Mm. (laughs) you're drinking the water you're not getting watered on yeah i suppose i could lean out feel like the plant <laughs> it's a little cloudy here. Um, it's actually cloudy, not little. It's cloudy, and the sun is hiding today. It's there, but it's not ah, out there. <laughs> yeah, that's a metaphor for life. Yeah, <laughs> I can't feel the sun down. Oh, no, it's there. No, it's there. It's there. It's just <laughs> hiding. It's just hiding. the clouds are there. They're like, oh, we got well, you. It... Stand back. <laughs> yeah. They're being protective of the sun. <laughs> I was going to say, does the sun really hide or do the clouds just play with it so it seems like it is? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to imagine them. They're playing like the clouds are being protective of the sun. Or being very mysterious with the sun. Mm. (laughs) Don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. How we see weather and how it... Also, (laughs) the view of how we see ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, if anybody's wondering, we're um, just waiting. The word waiting lately has not been a word I've not enjoyed so much. I'm like, I'm like, no, we're just in process of um, the people that we invited to come on this call to come on to to link in and get on. Sarah and I are just hanging out with y'all. I'm wondering what we can use instead of waiting. I know. Hmm. And processing this. That's nice. We're dancing dancing in the moment of. Greater, no, not greater. Connection, <laughs> but it's like I don't want to say more because then it's like this. Like, no, <laughs> connecting with more people. Yeah, we're connecting right now, but we're waiting to connect with more people. Yes, we're gonna expand our connections. Yes. There we go. To other, <laughs> other souls. Yeah. Look at us trying to sophisticate the words and. <laughs> <laughs> the waiting lately has been this word that has yeah. just been like it, it's felt like this heavy sitting word like I'm waiting for something to happen I'm like well I mean things are always happening in the moment and it might not be fully the thing that we know is coming at some point or we sense is coming so this is like anticipation but you mm. know, 
my old ways of waiting were like it's like sitting around like it's like really focused on okay where is it like where's the train where's the plane where's this where's that you know instead of like just fully enjoying myself wherever I am and what I'm doing in that moment and then um yeah like just being excited for what's coming but not really like depending on it I guess or um solely focused on it well for me previously waiting was like what can I think of so I won't think of what I'm waiting for you know like I would entertain my mind or I would be all right let me um think of this and let the time pass yeah and that's actually stealing from the moment it's like I'm robbing myself of the moment it's like Mm -hmm. what the heck the point is not to numb myself so I so I won't feel the time (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, wow. This blows up a whole lot for me. Like the waiting room of life. And I remember my grandmother, like waiting to die. Like she was content with her life. She felt she lived a full life and was just like, oh, when, when God's ready to take me, I'm ready to go. Like, bag mm. pack. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. But like, I don't know. And she was pretty vibrant, but mm. I think it kind of leaves us not fully present somehow. Wow. I yeah. think they joined us. Good morning. <laughs> hey! Morning. Hello! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so before you guys Trying to change the words and trying to I put know, more sophisticated ways. <laughs> well, it wasn't even sophisticated for me. It's just like I've it's... had this like, feeling of like heaviness around the word "wait" lately. And I'm like, I gotta shift like a different word. Like, that's not the feeling I want to be in. <laughs> Try out another one. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for having us. This is yeah. Well, who are you guys? Because people listening have no idea. I mean, I know you as Amanda and Tyrone. And um, the reason I got felt called to put you guys on the, or bring you, invite you to this, was Sarah and I were having our uh... <laughs> unrecorded <laughs> conversation. <laughs> that was the one unrecorded episode that we had. Continued every god. Yeah, we were talking about her, her homeland, motherland. We called it much many things, and how there were many wars in um, her homeland and. Uh, mm-hmm. eating and how we eat and the ways that we eat and her culture and how they ate and the process of it but also like they would eat in season and also mm-hmm. like then when they had war going on so like how did that affect their eating how did it affect um, the plants like did they change did the food change based off what was going on around that environment and like the country and Sarah even talked about recently having something back from uh, Syria and mm-hmm. It didn't taste the same to her. So, you know, was it related to any of that or is it related to her own state she's in? Who knows? But um, yeah, like the, the little 
invisibles were saying, ooh, ooh, intuitive eating, ooh, ooh, intuitive plants, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all these different ways that we do things in this world and how it's all connected. So um, both of you guys rang in my, my mind and body on that. So um, awesome. I said, hey, come play with us. But you know what? Then again, the university or whatever takes over and we could end up on a totally different topic Absolutely. than any of us imagined. And we're rolling with it. Um, but yeah, just please introduce yourselves. So sure. I can know more who you are too because I don't even know you, all your background stories. Awesome. So yeah, I have interesting subjects. I love to, I you know, love to talk about that sort of stuff, eating in season, and culturally, and things like that. But as an intro, yeah, I'm, I would say that we're wellness experts, we're nature lovers, we're uh, tree huggers, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> and both of us are. Yeah, both of us are wellness coaches in our own regard, and we have projects going on together that are also really exciting. So um, <clears throat> I'm Amanda. And I'm a nutrition intuitive and an energy embodiment coach. So I, uh, what that means is I help people create a really joyful and uh, relationship with food, body, and themselves, one that happens with ease, right? Um, I think in our society today, there's been a lot of messaging, a lot of conditioning around things like that having to be a struggle. And I just, I, I more um, take the approach of it being our divine birthright, right? So playing in the energy of nourishment feels really open. It feels really free. It feels really sacred. Uh, to me, it's, it, sh it should be something that happens with ease um, and pleasure, right? Oh. Uh, it's really a pleasurable thing oh. to nourish ourselves. Yeah, so oh. that feels, you can, feels so good. just those words, right, feel really different than the energy of like um, restriction or like the quote unquote diet mentality that we're mm -hmm. inundated with. So um, now I see where waiting comes in. I'm like, maybe I'm waiting. Like, when are you going to feed me something I really, really want? Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> right, right. Because it's totally possible to be overfed but undernourished. So, mm. and I really like exploring the spiritual and emotional sides of nourishment. I feel that the physical nourishment usually just mirrors what's going on on a deeper level. Um, and then, as a nutrition intuitive, the other uh, layer is that I can channel the needs of the nourishment body. So I, um, I like teaching and empowering uh, folks to eat intuitively and to get in touch with their own intuition, but to kind of bridge the gap in some scenarios, I'll read their vital uh, energy body. So that comes through in a lot of ways that could be, um, I'll feel organs that need support or colors that need to be eaten, or a uh, like body movement that needs to happen or a trauma or a, uh, a dynamic in their relationship with themselves or food that needs addressed. So it could, it, I'm pretty open to playing with their higher self and how the information comes through. Um, but that's kind of who I am and what I do. And I, ha you know, I work with people one-to-one -one and then also in group programs. And then um I'll let Tyrone introduce himself, but we have a lot of things we do together as far as nature immersion and elixirs and superfoods and um, and stuff like that, and just playing in nature and receiving nourishment from nature. Mm. So beautiful. 
Awesome. Yeah, very very similar to what Amanda was saying, and I think it's one of the reasons why her and I connected is uh, what she says is nourishment. Um, I've been saying is like vitality, essentially. Um, So I I also believe that we all have that connection to what I would say is our inherent vitality, which is our ability to grow and live life to the fullest. And um, just like plants grow, um, for us to grow um, upwards towards the heavens and rooted into the earth as well. And uh, for myself, I call myself a vitality visionary. Um, And I work with individuals both uh yeah like uh with professional athletes or um people that really want to achieve and connect to that state of inherent vitality and then from extending there i also work with communities so i sit on the board of recreation uh, in the town that i'm at and i have a vision uh that i'm really working on right now towards bringing that inherent vitality to all of our communities uh across the world so i've been exploring that recently and also, yeah, work with teaching people how to get in touch with plants and recreate their relationship with food and also uh, nature for the most part. I love taking people out into nature and connecting to the land and really receiving um, any messages that we uh, need to hear. So um feel like I'm just scratching the surface of, of where I'm starting on my journey. So it's really exciting and uh, I'm excited for it. Ooh, excited um, hearing about it. Yes, thank you. You, Tyrone, had mentioned receiving messages. And Amanda also talked about intu- intuitively connecting to other people. And those two things are popping up for me with this. Um, especially in a culture where I think we're so bombarded by messages and everything. It's like, how do we get to a place? I mean, not how. Um, getting to that place to be able to even understand that there are messages coming directly for us or that we have them within us to recognize. And, and like you said, being out in nature, that it's also an amphitheater of messages. And so what... Mm-hmm. Did you guys always hear the messages and connect with them, or what led each of you to being at this point where you're in a state to be working and flow with the universe and yourselves? Yeah, for for myself, it it came from uh, the messages were coming, but I was ignoring them. Um, it felt like, and life brought me to a point where it was. Uh, no longer really an option to ignore those things. Uh, I got hit kind of hard when I was, remember I was like a total gym junkie, like just wanted to get jacked in the gym. And I was very caught up in uh, the way that people saw me and uh, the way that I would be accepted by culture, how I could fit in. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I got an injury, um, I was unable to go to the gym and I had to start exploring all these other different ways of achieving that vitality that I wanted to. And sure enough, layer by layer, kind of got stripped away a lot of that conditioning. And I found myself, you know, spending a lot more time by the river. And the more I did that, uh, the more I became kind of receptive and kind of it was almost like a tuning uh, where I was really out of tune with the harmony of uh, nature. Right. And it was almost like nature was like, all right, 
we're gonna pluck your strings here a little bit <laughs> so you know you can play your beautiful heart song that you came here to play so it's kind of yeah tuning that has happened over time and sure enough you know I've, we all play different notes uh throughout the time but it's really just being receptive and uh non-resistance it's been for me so um one of the the, po the, the podcasts i used to run was called rise zen shine uh, which incorporates mm. that Zen aspect. So it's it's Rise Zen, Z-E-N, instead of Rise and Shine, because I think that Zen component really is uh, that component that's missing, like what you're talking about in culture, where you have to be able to give yourself the space to receive those messages. And that's really uh, what I like to focus on. So mm. how about you, Amanda? Yeah, yeah. Um definitely similar for me I think a lot of a lot of the you know we're in, in the information age a lot of the stuff we're presented with is you know uh, like you said Debbie messages all the time is stuff that we filter through the mind right information is filtered through the mind and our mind is great it's part of our body it's part of who we are um, but it's often overloaded in this day and age so I think m making um, like making time to be quiet and away from that sort of messaging so that you can hear the messages. From, if you're getting a message from, if I'm getting a message from my body, it usually comes from low, like a lower spot, right? It usually comes from my heart, uh, maybe my womb space or that lower Dantian gut space, you know, for men or, um, you know, other body parts might talk to me, my neck, my shoulders, but usually it's kind of, you know, in that lower space. And like Tyrone said, being out in nature, um, creating quiet in order to hear those messages, I, I feel is important. And I have a similar story uh, to what Tyrone just shared, and but mine was a, a car accident, right? I was kind of marching up the corporate ladder uh, in doing IT sales and um, had a car accident that was kind of my turning point and wake up call. <clears throat> I was previously like really high performance, um, athlete, work hard, play hard sort of mentality. And then that accident forced me to rest and really um, get back in touch with my body and all the messages I had been missing or ignoring. Um, it just wouldn't let me do it anymore. <laughs> so I spent time resting and kind of getting in touch with that and that kind of turned my life around and that's when I went back to nutrition school and started this path that I'm on now so does that make sense it does and it resonates heavily within my own world and experiences and I have a quick thing because of the way it shifted it sounds like it shifted both your world you know, we hear a lot of people talking about, well, I tried this, I've done this, and they kind of bounce back and forth between like the way they used to do things and the way they do things, um, attempted to do things and things like that. I'm imagining that that doesn't happen as much with your guys' scenarios and diving into it, or did it at one point, where you were sort of trying to go back to the way things were, but and then it took a little bit of time to really get this new groove and way of going, or did it happen pretty quickly? I was stubborn as hell. <laughs> oh, wow. Because <laughs> yeah. I talk about sick and, you know, you get sick, sick and tired, and being sick and tired, yeah. and, you know, things start to change. But, you know, it's a, often a process I for myself, but sometimes 
Yeah. Some areas are quicker than others. Yes. <laughs> this, I mean, this accident I'm talking about happened over seven years ago. So it's definitely been a journey. Um, but the, I went through about a year of kind of banging my head against the wall, <laughs> trying to, um, you know, because I kind of thought the totality of my health and wellness had to do with how far I could run and how high I could jump and, <clears throat> you know, how well I played basketball or soccer, what ran this triathlon. That was really where my focus was. So, um, you know, and if you talk to um, maybe folks who have been um, pretty serious athletes, like, what do you mean? A walk's not a walk's not a workout. You can only run one mile. That's not a workout. You know, that sort of that sort of thing. So it, yeah, yeah. it took a really uh, long exploration of me kind of like trying to go through the closed door over and over again and knocking my head against um did you guys ever see okay this is kind of a rabbit trail <laughs> did you guys ever watch Saturday Night Live back in the day with that actress who did the um Queen of Germany Queen of France and mm, um, I never watched that oh my gosh <laughs> we used to watch replay we used to watch like reruns of her but she would literally just like walk to the same spot in the wall over and over again like wasn't getting the message <laughs> anyway I felt I felt like that for for almost a year nearly a year until I was like okay this isn't working and during that time I had been going through kind of the western medicine kind of standard of care right with yeah. like CT scans and MRIs and neurologists. And that ended with them telling me to fuse my discs together at the C4 and 5, wow. which, um, you know, it was really like I was young at the time. And I just had that full body no, like that's not what I'm going to do. And that's kind of what started the exploration on the um, more holistic side, right? Mm -hmm. So um, eventually, you know, something clicked, like I was gaining weight and, um, not good weight. So I kind of thought, okay, if I can't go run this much, maybe I should take a closer look at what I'm putting in my body. And that started the, the nutrition exploration uh, and all. And then on as well, as well as the nutrition exploration, I was also exploring all sorts of things that were very new to me, like Qigong, you know, more gentle forms of exercises, more yoga in my life, um, more forms of more different modalities, right? Acupuncture, osteopathy, craniosacral therapy, just different things that could help my spine. Um, and that kind of started the wheel turning in the, in the, in the good direction, I guess, for me. And, um, but the more, <clears throat> you know, I could go on more about the intuition opening up feels like a, a totally like a more following the little breadcrumbs that are put in front of you, right? Put in front of me, mm -hmm. not necessarily um, this like thunderbolt moment, but more following each and each. And then looking back one day and realizing, hell, I've come a long way. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. I'm thinking, um, this is all new in a way it's new to me when I say new I mean like I've been looking at food and um just bought this book Whole30 and I'm looking at um there's another book that Healthy Got Healthy You and I'm reading about all this and it's all new to me um 
in a way. And for someone who I, I know I talk about this almost every episode, but we all care about the personal thing, right? Like <laughs> I'm a student, I'm trying to learn. So for me, I just went uh, through a procedure and I removed my thyroid, for example. And with that, there are certain hormones that are missing from the body that are not produced. And I know that there is um, physical activity and food are a big thing to keep these hormones in check, to keep the body in check and everything. But there is this one tablet that I have to take every single morning for the rest of my life that the Western medicine told me about. Um, And I don't know, there is something within me that says... I can make up that tablet with food. And I haven't found an answer where I can get those hormones from. For example. Um, so now I'm just asking. As, and, and this is like mine is one minor example. There are people who are dealing with like more things. And who have to take way more medication. That have more side effects and stuff. But how does someone who... I I don't see, like, I haven't seen one person who did this in real life. Um, and if someone coming to you, if I were to come to you and ask you, how can I do this the natural way, more holistic way, and take care of my body? Because someone recently has explained to me that one autoimmune disease leads to another autoimmune disease, and it could um, drag on later like I have to keep in check and check and check and I have to go um, through these blood tests ever periodically every now and then and the reason I'm asking is because you said that you went through the CD scans and everything like um, all that I have gone through and there are some that I have to go more, like you know um, periodically like probably once a year twice a year or it could be more or less how can someone make a transition and what what do you show as evidence like if i i don't believe 100% like there's i guess my where i'm standing right now is because this is new to me um in between the evidence and what i feel is right yeah does that so, make sense <laughs> i hear what your situation is you got your thyroid taken out and you have medication you take every day and I think you're asking how can you um, live holistically and replace those hormones mm-hmm. more with food or supplements mm-hmm. rather than the medication? Is that what you're mm-hmm. asking? Yes, but I'm asking in general, like I'm new to this. So I'm standing right. right now on a border in between what you're saying feels great to me, feels amazing. And I, I'm just listening in awe to you guys. And at the same time, with me- like the Western medicine and the traditional way of the popular way of the health feed field um, shows evidence and stuff and not mm-hmm. necessarily always um, right or wrong. I'm, I'm not debating whether right or wrong either one, but for someone who wants to do the jump between the feeling and the evidence, <laughs> what would you, mm-hmm. how would you coach or how would you go from that? Yeah. Um, so the um, so so you're asking in general, but I guess I like every case is pretty specific. Mm-hmm. So 
I would, the, the folks I work, I mean, I've worked with people with cancer and on different, whether it's thyroid medication or, um, cholesterol is a big, you know, a lot of these like kind of lifestyle, um, diseases and effects of, of our culture today. Um, and it really is, I, it really is, um, individual. So Mm. what I help the folks with is really getting in touch with their unique body and making their own decision in that case, right? So um, it would not be a case of, you know, I respect what the medications do. And there's a place for for medication for sure. Um, I'm not going to tell a person immediately to stop taking their medication. What we do is more work with the doctors to start measuring their, um, whether it's, you know, thyroid function or whatever it is, start measuring how that changes. Like diabetic is a good example because Mm. they'll start producing, um, you know, their insulin again naturally, but if they are still taking the same dosage from the doctor, right, then that's going to cause a different problem. So if we um, work with their doctor, which many doctors are open to, right, Mm. Um, to get their medication reduced and then eventually weaned off of, um, that can happen for sure if the person is ready and willing to um, make that lifestyle change. And that's a lot of, of... what we do is um, coaching through kind of lifestyle change and habit change over time, right? And supporting the the kind of emotional support that's needed to do that. That's, uh, we don't, you know, <laughs> I, w- n- I would not say that either of us promote any sort of quick fixes or like diets. It's more uh, sustainable change over time and, and, and make taking those small, what we might call baby steps to, to move towards a goal, um, which I'm always surprised how big an effect what I might call a small step has. So when I make small changes in my life, I notice more exponential um, effects in my energy or in my relationships or different things like that. Um, so that would be, that. that's one thing I would say. The other thing is um, I would I would work with them like I, and we could even do a reading now if you'd like, like I would do a reading of their energy body to see what other information on this, you know, on the spiritual side that their higher self might want to give them to, to be supported in this uh, way. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so are you open to being read? Sarah? I am. I was gonna <laughs> say, I'm like, do you guys want a demonstration? Like, I I'm yeah. open to it. <laughs> you want to try it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, um, so I didn't just invite you um, to have like an open posture and an open intention. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And usually, just to preface this a little, what comes through is usually like the next one or two things that your higher self wants you to focus on, right? It's not like a, a six-month plan or something like that. It's usually it's it's reading your right now energy. Awesome. Awesome. Um, 
So just call, like, if you will, with a strong intention, if you'll just call all your energy back to you. So sometimes our energy runs like out in front of us, kind of like with the future or out behind us with the past, or it's like with the kids or the, the partner, if you can just kind of, it's almost like a slurping your own energy. (laughs) I'm doing it physically. (laughs) Awesome. Back to your body. Um, specifically like your central column. So that follows uh, the, the energy centers or the, the spinal cord within your body from your crown down to your root. <clears throat> awesome. And so you have a lot of purple in your energy and blue, which makes sense with what you told me. It feels like, it almost feels like a purple aura and then you're wearing a blue scarf. Mm. Um, And what it feels like to me is if you're familiar with the chakra system, kind of like that crown chakra and the Mm -hmm. throat chakra. Mm -hmm. So... um, it feels like you are like very connected with the divine, like very um, like you kind of like, like you're getting downloads. You, you have a clear channel between you and the divine between heaven and Sarah. It's not, it's not coming out your voice. However, Mm. Uh, you're receiving, like you're receiving the, downloads well and understanding them in your body at a cellular level um they're not being expressed as much um as much as they want to be i guess Mm. um and there's also like a gentle dance that wants to happen like a physical like i don't know if you dance much but belly dance counts (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) absolutely because you do have these like this material so um any dance you do helps is helping your physical body and your nourishment right now and then speaking your truth eating blue foods like blueberries or um like chlorella or spirulina or things like that from oh my god just this morning i was in the supermarket and i smelled the strawberries and the blueberries and I stood there in front of them and I'm like are they in season or are they um frozen Mm -hmm. and I was like I wanted to reach out but I'm like I'm gonna let them go for now (laughs) Mm. so yeah you're talking about blues yeah and that red plus blue makes purpley like your other color so Mm. it feels like the berries would be really great for you right now as well as the uh the sea vegetables Mm. I'm just going to ask her if there's anything else. So you're just kind of being given, like held in a white light. Uh, You're, you're very, um, supported. You're very supported by the, like the angelic realm and the heavenly realm. 
And you're just being reminded of that and given kind of a, like a little woohoo, like a universal, <laughs> like a universal high five or pat on the back or something. Like you just want to recognize and appreciate how far you've come in your journey so far. Mm-hmm. So we honor, honor that as well. Uh, that seems to be what she has to share today. I'm going to disconnect. Awesome. Just grounding it. There we go. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) So like there's stuff for like you to explore there, right? It might not be a clear cut answer, but it's Mm -hmm. kind of this underlying energy that is um, something for an exploration. It's like this little feeling that I've had for a while that the reason the problem is in my throat and I've always been so protective of my neck. I don't like anyone touching my neck or anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there are things that I need to vocalize more mm-hmm. or speak, communicate more. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And just the, the part where you told me to call back my energy just by calling back my energy and I moved my arms in the motion where I'm like collecting my energy and I just slurp it like you told me and it mm-hmm. felt like and I closed my eyes and I centered myself in it and I could feel the life within me yeah so that by itself was a great experience um thank you so much you're welcome thank you you're welcome yeah, and th- I mean, just I I can really relate um, to your experience, just because, as I said, my C five L five, like my neck as well, has been mm-hmm. my 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 thing. So the that's I had a lot of learning how to speak my truth, and mm-hmm. it for me it just started with the little things, like really being honest about how I felt about certain things, or not being like eh, like it's okay when it's not sort of thing, you know, like, um, yeah, for me, it was, again, a bunch of baby steps and learning to speak my truth and being really honest with myself first about how I felt about things in order to be able to get it up and out from my heart to my throat for someone else to hear. Um, And you'll notice your neck will start to feel better when that happens. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Something you said is very, um, I feel like I'm taking the conversation here. We're taking it personal. We're leaving the other two out. (laughs) But something you said, but something you said now is that speaking your truth to yourself. And Mm -hmm. I'm learning to look at myself with not a lot. Maybe because I was raised in a culture or maybe because it's normal to see ourselves as good people. And I'm Mm -hmm. learning to look at the sides of myself where I'm not perfect in those sides I'm learning how to see mm-hmm. myself n- not take my side all the time as if give myself the excuse for certain actions or th- certain thoughts and um, I'm learning that self-life self-love sometimes is about being honest as 
this is not serving you, Sarah. This is not good for others. Um, like, what is what was my intention? Um, going back to my intentions in every conversation, everything. Um, and it, I believe, it started in the in the last year and a half when I started to realize that I enjoy having attention from people. And I'm saying this because we're the center of this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy being the center of attention, but it has to be something meaningful and that serves others as well. It's not because I just want the eyes or the ears to listen to my voice or like be on me. It's because if I were to be the center of attention, I want it to be something something that will serve others, not necessarily good or bad. Um, it's just something in service. Mm-hmm. So that's an, that's something came to me as you said, being true to yourself and speaking your truth. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like great growth on your part, and I'm sure Tyrone and Debbie could resonate with moments where they've had to speak their truth as well and be honest with themselves. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, this like listening to you guys is awesome actually. I really appreciate you taking that kind of flow rush um lead because it allowed me to sit back and really sort of feel into that part of the speaking truth myself and uh, both Tyrone and Manny you mentioned how you had to kinda of go to softer, gentler practices within your body to work with and um you know, speaking our truth. I think, and I know for myself, when I would ever think about speaking my truth, it was always a very loud, harsh way of mm. viewing it. I didn't see it as soft and subtle and over time coming to fruition and, and growing and building itself like a little muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel it really connects in with like the plants and the herbs and the different maybe elixirs that I know Tyrone gets in on big um, that you guys are doing or the teas that you do, Amanda, because it's that subtleness, you know, how do we hear the messages in the sub, like really they're quieter. They build up over time and get really loud, but it all starts really, really quiet. It's like the music's just turned on a little, just, Oh, I'm just going to turn up a little bit here for you. You know, the, 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 maybe the invisible universe and then more and more and louder and louder to like, uh. but I find the same when I start listening in, it's very quiet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's could, some of the clear yeses and nos having yes, hell no's are, can be louder in the beginning sometimes but there's a, a quietness and I have to learn to like hear it and then be able to turn it up and down myself and it's subtle and then it grows to the point where I can hear it on varying different levels of sound um, and I kind of like you know I think nature's a lot like that too it can be roaring and crazy and loud you know rivers and winds and all kinds of things or it can be super subtle and quiet and still and reflecting um, and animals can be soft and gentle and loud, and so can our plants. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. I just feel like there's this um, sort of realigning that we've all spoken of, where it's like we had to bring the soft and subtle and gentle back in before we could really get driving this vitality forward and get and trust it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and that's what you're talking about 
I mean, we use the superfoods to like nourish our bodies so they're more open to these messages, right? And we, um, we also, what it feels like you're talking about is kind of that unification dance of the masculine and the feminine, the yin and the yang, which is kind of like what Tyrone and I are doing here. So, yeah, it shows up in everything, and it's absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And that dance is like any dance. It takes whatever number of <laughs> moments of dancing with it to get to a point where it, it's always a process. It's yeah. We're learning the learning of it. Always um, a process, but at dance. least we're on the dance floor, right? <laughs> like, I say you're beyond the dance floor. I love watching it. Right. I mean, with the whole throat chakra thing as well, like any form of expression is expression, dance and speaking our truth, but sometimes we're dancing our truth, right? And it's just the first step is having the courage to just get it out there in some way, shape or form. So and what a space to get it out there, as you've both mentioned, is nature. Like I find when I go out into nature, I don't feel judged. Yeah. It's like a great place I can connect and express and it's totally receiving of it. Like it's mm-hmm. like come on. Yeah. <laughs> Play with you too. Mm-hmm. And you find that that's the, those are play, that's a, a beautiful space to really Yeah. Oh, but begin, but you know, for somebody else to just kinda like get into to start to Yeah. Oh, step into this. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend that for anyone. Um, I know one of my friends uh, came to me and he was going through quite a bit in his life at the time, uh, you know, whether it was like addiction um, and there's all kinds of addiction, right? Like, I mean, addiction to approval, addiction to actual substances, addiction to old habits. And what nature does is pretty much washes away um all that you're not for me it was like a purification (laughs) process um and it is almost any time that i go and spend that time in silence it's it's a purification of all that noise and it brings me to an understanding of knowing that i'm not the the busyness of my thoughts and all those messages like you said before debbie that we continue to get on a daily basis um and for nature yeah it's been so incredible like the mountains here in alberta uh, the mountains alone, just climbing a mountain, there's so much wisdom um, in the mountain itself. And um, I feel like opening yourself up to that wisdom and being receptive to it, uh, nature speaks back to you. And it's almost in a way that is not through the language that we've learned through culture. It's like a deep, like um, inherent like language that we all speak, uh, whether it's the animals, the plants, it's uh, that primordial language mm-hmm. that if you learn to speak it more often, you know, you're going to be a little bit more fluent uh, with that. So mm-hmm. it's almost like uh, the mythology of your own being can be spoken to so much greater uh, through that primordial language because the mythology of your own being, like the, the hero's journey, is so woven into who we are so i feel like being in nature um it's just amplifying that so the wildness yeah, yeah. the wildness yeah <laughs> well, i love that because it's like the we're so busy trying to be a certain way or 
telling ourselves how we have to be versus nature's just kind of like i'm gonna remind you who you are or not type mm-hmm. thing and it's like it's gonna draw us draw out of us like who we didn't even realize we were but it's mm-hmm. innate to every single one of us mm-hmm. absolutely all of us because it, it is our base note mm-hmm. for life yeah for existence all the elements are and I can, being here, uh, so for those that don't know, I normally exist in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been in Alberta, Canada for the last four months exploring the beautiful, the seasons and uh, the beautiful uh, nature here. It's a real wide open beauty. It's real untouched sort of Ooh. land. And it has been a giant blessing to be here and to experience that. And we've had, you know, we're speaking a little bit esoterically about nature, but to kind of like just give some examples, we've had so many moments in nature with the animal kingdom and with the plants, with the berries, with the mushrooms, with the moose, with the owls, with, you know, with all of these creatures speaking to us, it's almost impossible to like ignore, deny that, that, um, you know, that, that we're having a, a conversation, <laughs> mm-hmm. that we're having a, a dance, if you will. Um, I mean, we had one instance where normally we are out in the forest um, finding these animals and coming across different bird species and eagles and owls and different things. Um, one night in the middle of the night, two owls followed us to the back alley here, like in, the ta- in town, which they, they almost never come in town. Oh, and, wow. There had been a meteor shower the night before. Tyrone saw a meteor go off to the southeast, and I saw one go off to the north. Well, the mm-hmm. owls, as soon as they were done talking to us, one sailed off to the southeast, and the other sailed off to the north. So just these, oh. <laughs> like, that's just one, like, small example of, um, I feel like, messages and, like, little little nods we get on the on the daily here <laughs> and there's such a if you've never been to this area of the world i highly recommend it there's such wide variety of of plant and animal kingdom and just such beauty to be had in the mountains and the foothills here so thank you you know that reminds me of identity too and like this whole process is a stripping of our identity of who we thought we were or Mm -hmm. the way that we existed in the world as an athlete or Mm -hmm. somebody really um, heavily achieving or whatever it is and stripping that down and then stripping down another identity which doesn't get talked about as much but the identity of like where we live Mm -hmm. and I know people that are like oh no I only like warm weather or oh I only like this or I only like that and it's like there's a whole wealth of information that our bodies and um, that we can expose ourselves to to be reminded of all the parts of us that we've probably forgotten and got conditioned into certain things not mm-hmm. to say there isn't a baseline for us loving maybe warmer weather and some people loving more colder like a, a mm-hmm. an affluence towards um, mm-hmm. but still there's you know yeah so to be unraveled absolutely and curious of like like so what do you what have you learned about yourself that you didn't know about yourself being where you are now as opposed to all the places you've been oh yeah so I've been traveling more than I haven't for the last two years um I did a I 
left Florida. I went to Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota, Saskatchewan, Ohio, Michigan, Colorado, um, France and Spain, uh, Thailand, back, and then now here in Alberta, Canada. So um, I just love the way I'd really not thought about it, the way you just said it, Debbie, until you said it. So um, I firmly feel that we kind of leave um uh i don't know how to say this other than like parts of ourselves in different parts of the world like we're like kind of collecting like little soul pieces or something when we when we do these journeys like we're definitely meant to or i've definitely been meant to go everywhere that i've been and um to me, it feels like a flowering, like a grander opening up of who I am um, when I when I explore these different parts of the world. It's a it's it's mirroring exploring a different part of me, right? And it allows that bud to open up more and more. Is kind of what it feels like um, because there's so many things possible here that just would not be possible in Florida, right? And vice versa, but. Um, but this exploration has been something that I feel has allowed me to blossom in a different way than I would have had I not taken it. Yeah. And so that ties me then to the food of those areas. So I could still, and I love making things practical. So somebody that, you know, their, their nature is very small around them, but yet I do believe still exists, whether in plants in your home or trees down the street whatever it is that can be connected with same with food like for somebody that can explore and travel the world phenomenal encouraged and for those that feel like they're just starting out on this and they feel stagnant where they are um but a way of moving within themselves with that food is food from different places i mean we talk so much about eat local type Mm -hmm. things and what's in your area but how does that like what is your guys' take on that? Because really, that is, I think, a beautiful thing to eat in your environment, too. Then how do we also take the opportunity to explore those other environments that can draw more out of us that we don't understand, aren't even aware of fully yet? Yeah, for, for myself, it came through uh, the process of uh, working at a health food store and also working at uh, the farmer's market. So for me, exploring that relationship was connecting with people that are already um, established in that connection and have an understanding of uh, like the local food, uh, the local places where the food is sourced. Um, So for me, it's been a lot about relationships, Uh, same way like how older trees can pass down wisdom to younger trees. Um, I like to put myself in environments where I can absorb that kind of wisdom. Um, So I've explored it through relationships with like farmers, um, other local sources, and then just going and exploring myself like Amanda and I are doing a botanical course right now, just Mm -hmm. getting in touch more with like the plants around us, uh, foraging, so and just having fun with it. So that's been my kind of avenue. Yeah. It's definitely been one thing to eat local and another to forage for your food, right? Like that's, that's a very different, (laughs) that's a, that's a different level. 
Um, and that's been fun to explore, especially with the berry population here. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big lover of berries. Um, but yes, I think it's a wonderful thing to eat locally and kind of um, to ground the connection into the local community that you're in. Um, I also think, Debbie, to kind of circle back, it's like the intention, right? If you do have the intention of exploring these other places through food, then yeah, pick a day or a week and, and explore different cultures or just different pieces of fruit or something like that. I mean, most of us have bananas pretty regularly and those are a tropical fruit, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so you're already having some sort of tropics in your life right there. <laughs> You'll have some banana. Um, but I, yeah, I think that's a great way to, to explore. What's been interesting for me is definitely um, like for, the, for meat eaters, I would encourage that to be a local endeavor. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, the fruits and the veggies out there, there's some fun ones to, to try. So there are superfoods and like the different, uh, products that go into elixirs and all those different things. They're sourced locally in a lot of cases, or is it kind of a mix? I don't really know in that aspect. Yeah, I would say a lot of them are local to here, but some are, some are a mix. I was familiar with like Ayurveda and things like that. Like it's a lot of that stuff coming like from India or it's a lot of that food can still be sourced. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot of the superfoods could be sourced uh, close to here and in any like, like similar continental climates, but there are some that are more tropical. There's some that like Shazandra is from China and Russia. What else? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, pine pollen is really uh, relevant to like North America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think I've heard that what before. is that? <laughs> 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 like, what is that? It sounds delicious. I hope it's delicious. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. You, you can eat it by like the the spoonful. So it's mm. pretty good. Oh. Yeah. It's essentially, what it is is like. Uh, <laughs> just like how you have like bee pollen it's like the pollen of the the pine tree so it's like all all the nutrients and whatnot so uh sometimes i say it's like the jizz of the the pine tree <laughs> it's got it got a lot of nutrients so. oh man i'm definitely checking that one out yeah today <laughs> like that would that would resonate like that, that in my body was like what what what'd you say <laughs> well what's <laughs> it is a fun one it's a nice one for the masculine side <laughs> well you want to hear a really funny thing i actually use aftershave on my face and people be like what but i was doing with local concoctions you know like uh-huh. oils and different things and one of them is labeled as aftershave and i'm like but i'm looking at all the ingredients going this is everything that I love, right? But yet it's labeled as aftershave, and I'm like, I use it because it's got the tone and all stuff. But I was like, I love it, and right. yet it's labeled as aftershave. So sometimes those things think, can happen too, where it's like, oh, it's for this or it's for that. I'm like, well, yeah. maybe I have a little, you know, I have some masculine in me. Right, <laughs> exactly. True. Well, and you're kind of part of me too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right doesn't matter whether you use a pink or blue razor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> or no razor at all, whatever. But um, what type? You're kind of like making me think of like uh, the the um, the uh, metaphor that Tyrone likes to use is like the elixir has to be the 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 alchemy of it has to be like a fun party, right? And oh, all yeah. of the all of the ingredients are kind of these characters at the party, right? So if you're if you're thinking about, oh, there's that you know Chinese doctor, <laughs> and he's like super intelligent and he likes to talk about this, that, and the other. And then oh, there's like kind of a more wallflower person, and there's kind of a more social butterfly, and then there's a super masculine guy, and you know like whatever. <laughs> you got a lot of different characteristics and personalities that that come together and synergize into a wonderful party you need a lot of different personalities to to make a party right that is awesome talk about digesting life like who are the people (laughs) and the things that you would like around you and now you can put them like in your thing enhance you oh man i'm like i got warm and fuzzies and like tinglies all over feeling that puppy Oh. oh that's a whole new way for me to look at food too. Like, I love the way you guys speak and the way you think about oh, all this oh. and the way you feel about it and the way the how you're speaking making me feel I'm loving that as well I have not thought of my potatoes and I love potatoes as characters and now I'm like oh wow. how do they speak what would they say? What's their demeanor? Like, <laughs> oh man, the grocery. Yeah, and I do still shop at a grocery store, and 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 um, I mean, farmers markets when I can, and other things. But man, that well, that would change the dynamic of my grocery store shopping too. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is gonna be fun to play with. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm already there. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of party is Debbie going to have today? <laughs> it's going to be a good one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I love that because I have come from a background of so many things. So my dad had cancer when I was a teenager and I had a teammate, um, a friend, and my aunt. And many of them went to traditional treatments but they also did like macrobiotic diets and holistic care um back in the 80s and so mm-hmm. like i got exposed back then but so much of it I'm like yeah you take a lot of vitamins and yeah they're told you're told it's good for you, you eat certain foods but um and i was aware of that so when i went through my own different things over the years yeah i made some adjustments and then my kids my son went through stuff and we made some bigger adjustments to the types of foods he was eating, what was beneficial and foods that I thought were really, really healthy. And then I was finding out that, you know, maybe it's not doing what you think it's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? Like I've had that my whole life. Like orange juice was one of them. That was a, a big shift for me. Mm. And then, you know, we were doing that stuff, but then it was like, I was so afraid of like what I could eat, what I couldn't eat. Cause you know, this causes it, like all this stuff until I got more into like, energy work and various different other things to really kind of chill with a lot of that and just feel into but in that it never really felt personal and so that's where I'm like I think my body just completely lit up when you were talking about the characters because suddenly it was like I could connect Mm. and it was personal it wasn't like I'm just doing this because it feels good I'm just doing this because of this it's like oh a party Mm -hmm. party. Uh, like like talk about belonging I suddenly feel like I belong to my food 
and that sounds crazy mm. but that's the feeling i suddenly have like i deserve to belong to my food even or if it deserves to belong to me like we can connect in in a much deeper um way more fun way <laughs> and i love food like people are always like you know i don't know how people go for so long without eating food like or want to fast even i'm like nah, listen, I, don't know. I really like to eat and i'm one of those people that used to get really hangry if i didn't like, the fact that i do intermittent fasting now is hysterical to me i was literally like always eating like grazer <laughs> and it's ch- changed and shifted but i love this dynamic of Oh, <laughs> thank you for bringing it alive for me we're gonna expect party reports now yeah. <laughs> that's coming in video form oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it takes me back holy cow because when i was in elementary school we had to do a play and i remember writing this stuff up and it had to do a so the play a lot of it was based around cereal Oh yeah, I had my favorite cereals in a play on stage, <laughs> which really now makes a whole lot of sense about my personality. But anyway, Charles. <laughs> now I can recreate. Oh, oh, okay. I'm excited. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love you guys. We love you. <laughs> You're there such a big child. Off. You're such a beautiful big child, Debbie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird word. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be so cool. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? When I want to listen to my body, <laughs> it's fun. I don't want to listen to my body like I used to sometimes listen to other people in my life who. You know, they didn't know any better and they're very authoritarian tell me what to do and how to do and when to do it. Like, I don't want to think of it like the message is coming from my body like that. And I don't feel they do um, as I've gotten into it. It's just, I still love exploring that. How can I open this up even more and be more loving within it and around it and play with it? And yeah, it's so much beyond what, the, the ideas that I would have, the ideas I used to have about it. It was like, let's blow them all up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're reminding me of now of um, I ran something called the embodiment game last year, which was I pulled out the intuitive eating mantras from my intuitive eating course. And um, we we sang, we chanted them, we sang them and we um, danced them. And it was fun because it was kind of like this exercise to just because some of those um, you know, old beliefs hang on because they're so kind of grounded in there. It was a nice yeah. way to kind of like sink something, sink a new idea into our cells. And, Ooh, you know, I deserve like things like I deserve freedom, joy, pleasure, and ease around my nourishment experience or mm. anything I choose or do not choose is, um, is, nourishing my body or is my sovereign choice you know just these different mantras that kind of help rewire (laughs) our nourishment experience and your yeah because i had done a thing many years ago where i was so frustrated with my food i was like all right i'm gonna do fresh move fresh moving gratitude came in so i was like okay i'm gonna like food that's fresh and season whatever and and stuff that's moved like and that i move with it i want to move my body with it and then like being grateful but yeah i love that 
I love the mantra thing. Oh, mm. that's like taking it a whole nother level. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fun one. <laughs> oh, do you have so on your guys' days when you're kind of like feeling the heavies, as I call it, you know, it's like nah, as much easy, quick dancing going on about everything. You're kind of like, okay, what is the point of it all? Oh. Um, not that I'm pr- projecting that that happens to anybody else but me. <laughs> what pulls you back to center or back into this uh, this lovely space of party characters and playing with our food and everything else? What is there any? And I imagine, like for myself, it can be many things, and it really depends on situations. But it, are, are there a couple things that for you kind of pull you back uh, or, or draw you back out? I guess. Because sometimes I think it's that way too, either which way. Yeah, for for myself, it would be uh, yeah, brewing up a nice elixir, of course, having a good party, Ooh. and <laughs> uh, also then I would say yeah, a nature immersion anytime by the river that I can spend, and my favorite one is breath work. Um, so combining the breath work, almost like the the Wim Hof doing cold showers, mm-hmm. but the breath work I've found has always brought me back. Um, anytime that I'm done doing like a breathwork session in the morning or whenever I'm feeling uh, like a little, uh, you know, heavy or anything like that, the breathwork is where I can feel light again. And I feel like I'm completely uh, recharged. So that's been my go-to. Yeah. And the, <clears throat> the breathwork was key when I first got here of, of climatizing too. That really helped me. Um, but I feel like, yeah, doing the routine of like the elixirs and for me, a smoothie or a juice and, um, getting out in nature is, yeah, usually kind of shifts it. And, um, if it doesn't, then I feel like that's a, a sign for me that I need to maybe go into it a little bit or journal it out or something like that. Like that there's some sort of release that needs to happen, which sometimes I feel like can happen just walking along the river. And other times I might need to kind of more like write it out and, and have a good cry or something like that. Um, Tyrone's really inspired me to get back into the breath work because I haven't really done that as much lately. Sometimes my um, my body reminds me I need to do breath work because I'll find myself very stiff and tight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why am I so stiff and tight? Like, when am I even tight? Oh, I've been holding. Like, a, the simplest thing of, like, I've been holding my breath mm-hmm. like, during the day. Also, I'm like, oh, why am I holding my breath? Well, obviously, but it's like it's sometimes not even having to get into all that. Just kind of going like, oh, well, let's breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like just 10 deep breaths or something oh, yeah yeah i have... Well, we have this beautiful gift of this body that does so many things for us you know that it's like oh it's like, i don't have to do much and then yeah. forget how much i kind of do to impede its uh actions yeah well you're <laughs> i mean i i love um making time also to just appreciate the body like you just said we have this beautiful body in this lifetime we chose this body in this lifetime and kind of recognizing everything it does for us that we take for granted is um something i love doing from time to time right like thank you head for doing heavy thinking and thank you neck for lifting my head and turning it and 
um, you know, just like really getting into, thank you lungs for breathing. Even when I, you know, I don't have to tell you <laughs> to breathe. I don't have to tell my heart to be, hey, hey, thanks for doing that. You know, right. But we have this like beautiful body and so often we're kind of like nitpicking about something or other that's going on with it. Right. When really it's our vehicle that we chose this time around and it's moving us around and it's doing all this amazing work for us. Yeah. Mm. And is that one of the things that I'll ask all of you notice is the more you kind of go down the venture of life, um, a shift in, instead of looking at everything of like, Oh no, what's wrong. It's like, okay, what is this? And I think that's part of the messaging. Like it's listening, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If everything is working, supposed to or can what am i what is it trying to tell me because it's not necessarily wrong there's nothing to be fixed per se it's just something coming through to be made aware of like i could have a little something going on with that heaviness and needing the shift (coughs) or like needing a contrary not to my voice getting funny um yeah because i need to take a moment and breathe here and then i'm going to collect my thoughts yeah, but absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a big, um, wasn't necessarily a shift, but it was like an amplification when I was talking with Amanda and she talked about almost similar to like uh, one of her mantras that she was talking about before, uh, replacing judgment with curiosity mm. and just being like, hmm, like, you know, you said instead of being like, that's wrong. It's like, hmm, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm curious about this. Um, and then that kind of opens you up, puts you in that more receptive state I found. So yeah, just having that state of curiosity as opposed to judgment I found has been a big shift. The idea of not knowing Mm -hmm. and inquiring, because I do find like, especially in our culture, so much information, everyone thinks they know everything and it's like, well, Mm -hmm. maybe that sensation isn't what we think it is. And maybe it has much deeper roots somewhere else, just like you were doing with Sarah here. Yeah. Amanda is, you know, there's way more things than just whatever. Absolutely. There's a lot of exaggerated certainty in our world and especially in our nutrition industry. So um, I love just being super curious and super open to the exploration and helping my, you know, clients and friends do the same thing. Mm. Well, that's something I'm relearning right now, which is, like you said, not judging and not being certain about what I know is right or truth. Um, like I'm relearning what is truth in general. Right. Mm. Truth is that I really don't know if what I know is truth. Um, yeah. It's in a way open my heart and my mind to listen, even if I don't like what is being said or the information um, or it's, it goes against what I've learned so far in life or against what I was raised into. Um, just listen. And cause it all connects in a way. And that's the name of our podcast. Connects podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like even the things that I don't like, or I had previous judgment about, um, it has something that I could learn from. Like I could learn a lot from it. Um, And I want to go back to what you were saying about the heavy moments. Um, I 
haven't explored much with Wim Hof way of breathing, like the breath work. But the way I do it is that I go back to my muscles and I realize where is the tension in my body. And I just focus on taking slow, deep breaths and just directing them to those areas to mm-hmm. have those muscles relax. Mm-hmm. And that's my way. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. I And I also like what's coming up for me when you're speaking, Sarah, is the um, like your journey nearing the collective, which is, I feel like we're all have been going through a giant unlearning mm-hmm. <laughs> recently, yeah. right? Like a giant release okay. of um, uh, like Tyrone and I say, bye-bye cultural conditioning. <laughs> like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. Leaving, you know, there's all sorts of unlearning going on and, and kind of reconnection to our wild selves and our innate nature. So um foundation we're creating a new one yeah exactly and i call this putting on a beginner's mind and a beginner's Mm -hmm. heart even right as we explore this um but so many things feel like we're not learning they might feel like we're learning but we're really remembering right Mm -hmm. we're really like just tapping into the the wisdom of the heart that's already there wisdom of nature I just want you guys to know that throughout this whole conversation, I've been giving myself foot massage <laughs> and no. it feels right <laughs> with the conversation that's going. <laughs> right. Nourishing I've yourself. I've been doing some reflexology and <laughs> yeah. Right. Now we're in the conversation, we're all together. We could all be doing foot massage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in our future. <laughs> I remember where we, we had, had a big foot <laughs> <laughs> it's random as hell. That was so. Well, good. you know it's not. I did foot massage one night. Actually, I hadn't done one on myself. I do them on my clients regularly, but I hadn't done it on myself. So last night I was doing the same thing. I had my coconut oil out, massaging my feet. I'm like, hi, feet. Right. How are you again? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why I love being barefoot yeah. in nature is because I feel mm. like it's getting that like natural reflexology mm. walking on all the different layers of earth stone and everything else yeah definitely so what about reflex salad okay now I'm curious there goes my curious self okay Tyrone and Amanda what form of reflexology kind of concept exists in the digestive system can you repeat that question <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to feet and how it shows up in our organs like from our feet what about the digestive system like how it would have that i would think some form of concept where it's going to nurture other aspects of us oh sure i mean <clears throat> those are like a couple key elements superfoods something that uh you find trigger like we talked about the breath we talked about connecting in nature but as far as a food to kind um and you talked about elixirs tyrone and you talked about smoothies and juice so for you guys what is that sort of reflexology um stimulating connecting soothing thing that you both find for yourselves to connect to 
I think the <laughs> what lights your insides up. What lights your insides up? <laughs> <laughs> um, aside from everything, are you? I'm still a little lost on the question. Like the like an ingredient or an activity, or doesn't matter. Like helping digestion. I would say so. Man does feel the heavies are gonna back. <laughs> she's reaching for a smoothie and a juice. What is the thing that lights up your insides and seems to nourish slash do the re- like almost like an acupuncture reflexology whatever for our insides through nutrients? Right. What What do you reach for? It's individual, mm-hmm. like you said, but yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> what do you reach for? Like going deeper into your smoothie juice and then Tyrone going deeper into your elixir. Because mm. okay. I know in my past, I reached for potato chips. Oh my God, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> oh, okay. Anything with potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I'm always like, is that always just going to be, or do I, can that be shifted and adjust? But, you know, I still do that and I accept it. It's like my soul food, I'll call it. Um, mm-hmm. And yet, like, Tyrone, like, you guys made that elixir for me, or, you know, encouraged me to have that one. And mm-hmm. I did. And I was like, whoa, it was hitting things I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I, there's a couple things for myself. I have slower digestion, so I always want to make sure I am supporting my digestion. And my liver is a little sluggish, so I, I'm always supporting my liver as well. Big organ of detox there. So, like, even just the warm lemon water really helps with that. And then when I'm reaching, like, if I've got the heavies, as you say, if I'm reaching for an elixir, I'm for sure doing one with cacao because that's kind of, you know, has to do with the happy hormones. The magnesium helps balance. If I'm reaching for a juice or a smoothie, um, my juices are usually like mostly veggie, right? Like maybe a little fruit, but mostly like celery, carrots, um, and a leafy, something like that. Maybe some lemon and ginger. Um, Oh, you're using things I know. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> easy peasy. <laughs> Sometimes I can think, you know, I gotta get this, or I gotta do that. And I like it simple. Yeah, no, it is really simple. And I like using simple things like that. Um, sometimes I might add like a greens powder, but usually like, I don't know, in Florida, I can get Moringa Fresh or um, other, you know, like the, the chlorella or the spirulina might add to the smoothie. So smoothies usually a little heavier, right? Cause you keep the fiber. So that's usually like spinach or kale or one of the leafies, celery and or cucumber, lemon, apple, banana is kind of my standard. Um, I might switch up, like I might have a tropical day and do like um, pineapple and mango instead of apple and banana. So um, those just kind of make me happy and kind of have become just those habits that if I'm doing nothing else, at least I'm doing that sort of thing, right? Like at least I'm taking a walk and doing that and um, kind of keeping myself sane in that way. I'll let, and I've uh, like Shazandra and Cacao have become, and, and Ashwagandha have become two big, um, three big ingredients and elixirs for me but i'll let tyrone speak to like the elixir the elixirs Mm. yeah with the elixirs my go-to is um depending on like uh what the function is for myself like 
I have elixirs for every different kind of part of the day. So uh, the ones that I I usually go for are like uh, the turmeric. When I'm looking for something light, I'll mix like uh, turmeric with like a little bit of lemon and ginger. Um, But usually like, and this is like one of the components of the elixir is that I'll start with uh, the tea. So uh, I like to keep it light. Sometimes I'll just drink a tea with a whole bunch of different herbs. So something like uh, Damiana, which is heart opener, really like can be aphrodisiac as well. Uh, the Damiana is a nice one that like. How do you spell that one? That one is D A M I. A N A. Yeah, A N A. Yeah. That one is uh, really relaxing on the nervous system. And then I can combine that with other things like peppermint leaf, which is relaxing on the digestive system. And then I kind of like sometimes to do like a heart, body, mind one. So I'll do something like Brahmi Bacopa, which is one that helps with balancing the hemispheres in your brain as well. So it's kind of like, yeah, that one's pretty cool to the Brahmi Bacopa. So yeah so is that the one you recommended for me i think you did yeah i think it was yeah all right i got work on getting my hemispheres all swirling together (laughs) (laughs) absolutely that should be interesting (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh thank you Mm -hmm. and so if anybody else is well actually sarah before i was gonna ask how to like link up or get a hold of you guys and what you do or see you or engage more in your world. Mm-hmm. How does one do that? Yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to pop in with anything before you guys answer that, then feel free. <laughs> um, yeah. AmandaHeisman.com, Amanda Heisman on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's yours? Yeah, mine is TyroneMorales.com. And I would recommend going to my Instagram, Tyrone underscore Morales, or checking out my Facebook. And I would also say just pay attention to our pages because Amanda and I do a lot of uh, collaboration and sharing some cool information. So. Yeah, we actually, speaking of balancing hemispheres, we do a... <laughs> <laughs> We do something that kind of unites the hemispheres, if you will, of wellness, kind of like the masculine, feminine, the, the, um, you know, more intense and the, and the more gentle sides of nutrition and wellness. We uh, have a program together called Alchemy of Wellbeing, which feels appropriate in this moment, but we're also doing a lot with like elix- teaching about elixirs and superfoods intro courses and a lot of stuff coming down the chute in 2019. So stay tuned. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody have any? I feel like this pause, this forget this, and we did this in our early cast. It's like also there's this silence. It's like, I think we all feel complete, but maybe yeah. I'm just feeling complete. <laughs> we feel pretty complete. We're giving you a surf's up sign. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we like to end things on, we've been ending things in two different ways, or not ending, uh, <laughs> continuing things on off air in two different ways. Sure. One, we've laughed hysterically, or we leave people with uh, 
and woohoo and do all that kind of fun stuff. Like if we were out in nature and totally unrestricted and fully expressing these throats. So that really is calling to me today to do that. Um, And or if you have any other little tidbits or little nuggets you want to leave here for whatever. Uh, Or we could do both. I almost feel like both today. Both are calling. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I forgot Mm -hmm. what they are already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we just play and sing and don't worry they'll come back and talk to you <laughs> <laughs> is there a message that you want to leave people with um whoever listened to this episode do you want is there anything you want to leave them with or a tip or um a little challenge something invitation Yes. Yeah, my challenge would be uh, that I always give to people that I give to myself is to really feel in to um, that intrinsic vitality that we were talking about, that intrinsic nourishment, Uh, really feel into what the vision of that would look like for your life and do one thing every single day that's going to move you closer to that, whether that's, you know, five minutes of spending some time outside or you know, a minute of breath work, 30, you know, one deep breath for the day. It can be anything, um, just small incremental growth because it's going to have that compounding effect where exponentially you'll see um, that intrinsic vitality coming even closer to you day by day. So my challenge would be do one thing every day for the next 33 days. That's going to bring you closer to that, to that uh, feeling, that intuitive knowingness. So. Yeah. I'm going to take that challenge. <laughs> One thing every day. I like that. My I would echo that and just say, I'm heavy on the like dance, have fun, get outside, sing, you know, uh, all things that we're about to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> like expressing in that way, right? With the dance or the getting outside and moving, moving the body, even um i like to say something is better than nothing so even if it's just a five or ten minute walk it's it's uh it's nourishing you in some way mm-hmm. and if anybody also if you feel like you need support with that and if anybody wants a nourishment body reading like i gave sarah i do do free first 20 minute uh readings with people so that's all on the website Great. yeah Oh, I'm so excited for this whole thing. <laughs> Fun and all over and goofy, and it was great. Um, yes. So, yeah. dance party. Dance party. Thanks for having us, Debbie. Who's a wild one? Say, I'll be wild one. Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh, we can do. Oh, oh, yeah. Shall we? Shall we do a um, ring of creation? I don't know if Sarah knows what this is yet, but what? No. What? What's going on? <laughs> uh, so it's sort of like you. Oh, yeah. You just kind of sort of scream, but you kind of you set the intention that you're connected to um, all of creation, and then you just allow it to come out of your body. Are you up for it, Amanda Speak- Tyrone? <laughs> totally. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's do this. Sarah, you want to just kind of 
time along. See what it feels like? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll do it on one and we'll count down from three. Three, two, two one. one. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. Okay, people, go play. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.